Hey, Diz After Dark listeners. I want to invite you all to join us over on ScareZone, Halloween Horror Nights podcast. ScareZone is a news, interview, history, and commentary podcast all about Universal's premier Halloween event. It's hosted by fans and experts like me, Logan Seculo, former WWE superstar Scotty Too Hottie, and Diz After Dark's own Chris Ripley. Subscribe however you get podcasts and head over to ScareZone.com for more information. We here at the show are proud supporters of Diz After Dark. And remember, keep your eyes closed and your ears open on ScareZone. Welcome to Universal After Dark, a Universal podcast that's not the same as all the others. Okay, Amanda, what's your next pick? Ghost Town. (laughs) I loved Ghost Town so much. It was so much fun. I literally loved every single thing about Ghost Town. It was so well done. So what And it is... never had a long line, ever. It was like 15, 20, 30 minutes every single night. So, see, I mean, it goes back to what I was saying about the IPs. It's mm-hmm. very, it's, it could just be the fact that the, the big brand names draw the crowds other than The Exorcist, obviously. Well, this was right between American Horror Story, Exorcist and Walking Dead mm. around the front of the park. So... I could kind of see why it didn't have the biggest line, but it was such a good house. So I wasn't bothered because I just did it like three or four times every night because it didn't have a line. Now, I'm, I'm assuming, and you're going to tell me about this house in a minute, but I'm assuming that this house wasn't about the Essex town of Canvey Island. No, <laughs> definitely not. It was Western themed. We did have a few zombie zombies in there that did look a little bit like Jodie Marsh, so you could be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it rained inside. Oh, that was so clever, wasn't it? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Every single thing about this house I loved, and like I think a lot of the reason that I enjoyed Halloween Horror Night so much this year was because I met up with so many different friends, and we all just had so much fun in every house. And this house was probably the funnest house ever. I just loved everything. And I did it so many times that I think I ranked it number four. I just loved it. So what was it? Was it set in a house or was it actually like a, a Western kind of town? It was a Western town. So you'd like you'd walk through a Western like saloon and then you'd walk through like an actual town. So they had all of these Western buildings all around you and you were out like it was made to look like it was outside and that's why it was raining and it was just so well done the scenery was gorgeous i loved it the scenery they actually employed uh, a bloke um we had him on scare zone who did all the design work to create what is essentially a small town inside a scare inside a, a, a soundstage wow and uh, the details are just phenomenal. I mean, you you did actually feel like you were outdoors. I mean, you had wind, you had rain, you had like the night sky. I mean, it was very clever, very well done, that house. Yeah, you had people shooting guns in your face. And it was like, 
they'd shoot the gun and then you'd feel like a blast of air. Mm. Wow. It was mental. That's my gold. <laughs> it was my favourite guy. It was him. And then, like, the prospector kind of guy that would come after him. And they'd both trap me on that little bridge every single time. <laughs> I loved it. Oh, and that bridge as well, where you'd look down and it looked like you were looking down into the mine. Amazing. Yeah. It was a very clever, very well done house, that one. Yeah. I'm so glad that they did it. It was really, really good. I take it that wasn't you having a shake, Amanda. <laughs> That's my little dog. <laughs> Mine, mine's completely comatose. He's not doing anything, but he's breathing. So don't don't panic. I tried uh, to keep, but she just she wouldn't have it. She needed to come in. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what what's next for you, Chris? Uh, Tomb of the Ancients. Yes, I loved this one too. Which was one of Amanda's favourites as well. Um, <laughs> amazing house i mean i i always feel like the um uh, sprung tents are a bit of the the poor cousin when it comes to halloween horror nights um i know that i know i shouldn't really but i think now the sprung tents they find they've kind of found their purpose now because this house was very enclosed very claustrophobic very tight and it lends itself to that to that kind of environment um and you 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 know i mean i'm I mean, I'm over six foot. Amanda's about two foot three. <laughs> but even even you, Amanda, would have felt claustrophobic in that house, wouldn't you? Yeah, it it felt so compact, but it worked so well. That does sound like you, Amanda. <laughs> so compact, but worked so well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only the only real complaint I had was there was a few boo doors, and where the space was so tight. They opened up and smacked me in the side a couple of times. <laughs> uh, yeah, like the, the rubber wall bit where the woman comes out of. Yeah. That I one. saw that hit so many people. <laughs> yeah, it hit me every time. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved this. The guy that was on the stilts, and he'd come and get you from the front, and then he'd run around the side and get you from the side. Oh, I know. I that loved got it. so many people that did. Yeah. One time when I was coming out of this house, you know, when you're exiting and like when you exit the houses, some of them, there's like black curtains lining your way. Short me. Mm. There's black curtains lining your whole way out. And this guy jumped out at me on the way out. And I was so scared that I snapped my bag. Oh, no. Dropped it on the floor and then had to go and buy a chance, a little chance bag. So I wasn't complaining. But everyone got me in this house. I loved it. It was a good house. I'd walk through. So with the with the tent houses, how do they? Because I mean, it's like a gazebo, isn't it? I suppose in in some ways. It, well, the the new chance house is very much like a gazebo. Yeah. These things, well, I don't think we've got anything like it over here because they're they're completely hurricane proof, but they're kind of like the shape of a pumpkin. If that makes sense. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. round. They're sort of round with a peak, and they're quite, you know, but how very they, well built. How do they stop that looking like that? And what I mean by that is, like, on the inside, because, you know, if you look up, you know, is it? Do you see what it is? Or well, that was the old. Yeah, that was the old complaint. Now yeah. they've got they've got round that since last year. They've they've actually because in in the old days you'd go in the house during daylight. And the whole damn thing would be lit up and it would be useless. Yeah. Whereas now they've put ceilings in everywhere. 
um and it, and it, it keeps the effect that you're inside you know like a tomb you know you're inside actual tomb somewhere yeah whereas before you didn't have that luxury yeah that's great no because i mean that that's always been my big thing as well with those is that you start losing the impact of what it's supposed to be yeah as soon as you you feel out of i mean they're a bit like movies in as much as you're sort of it's an escapist thing so as soon as you're aware of your surroundings and, and it kind of ruins the illusion a bit and you kind of feel a bit out of it yeah that was my complaint years ago with the old sprung tents And um, fair did you want to add anything to that, Amanda, or are you? Is um, that... just that this one never had a long queue either. This one was always probably the shortest out of well, except Chance. Um, this one was right next to Halloween at the back, so the line for this was always really short. And I, I don't understand why either, because it's such a good house. Well, the thing is, then, if that's the case with that and Ghost Town, going forward, then it can only mean that there'll be more IPs. But I love original houses the most. Yeah, and I mean, I, I think, I don't know, because IPs don't cost money. Uh, sorry, IPs do cost money. Um, it's 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 the names that are, are what cost the, the most. Um, getting all the licenses, licenses paid and, and things like that. So you're always going to need, you'd have thought, some original houses or do you have less houses but more IPs well the, the thing is this is the problem that Hollywood's got is Hollywood pretty much always has just IP houses yeah. and they get to the point now where they've done nearly all the big IPs yeah. yeah. so they're either repeating themselves or they're just literally trying to get houses done of the films that are in the cinema this year so it's, it's a bit of a tricky situation but I mean going forward this. Orlando's got such a long tradition of original houses that I can't see them getting away with them completely. But if if it gets to the point like now where they're having the less interest, and obviously, you know, if you're buying an IP, you're also buying the fans and the marketing that comes with that. Yeah. So from a, from a marketing point of view, from them themselves, they're sort of already you know the, the event has grown so much recently because they've had so many ips that's the argument because it's bringing a lot of people perhaps to the event that probably would never have gone before but you know they really want to see american horror story yeah. you know or the exorcist you know whatever so i, I mean it's a it's a de- difficult balance because the fans you know particularly you know the the, the fans that have been going for years they really prefer the original houses don't they mm-hmm yeah, um, I definitely do. Very tricky that one. Mm. It's a shame. Like it will be a shame if if that is the way it goes. But I mean, you know, we, we you know we, we purely speculation based on on queuing and not on anything else. So, you know, there, there's nothing to say that that will be the case. But um, yeah. Well, the thing is, there were so many good houses this year. And it was like it was really, really busy a lot of the time. There was a night when Express Pass had sold out, and I've, mm. I've never seen that happen before. But I think a lot of the houses were just really, really popular. And so at the back of the park, when when you did have Tomb of the Ancients, and obviously Halloween's going to be popular, Tomb of the Ancients just wasn't as popular. 
but I've, I've never heard anyone say anything bad about it. Everyone seemed to really enjoy it. Yeah, definitely. Do you think, because I, I remember the first house I ever went in, and Chris, you'll have to tell me the name of it, um, was the house that was uh, Halloween Horror Nights 20, and it was the house that was kind of based on paranormal activity. Oh, the um, uh, legendary truth house, uh, Windicott Estate. Yeah, the one with yes, the, with the uh, the sofa, uh, the chair. Yeah, had the van out front with all the TV monitors on yes, it. Yes, that's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the first house um, I went to, and um, you know that that that's that's an IP, and or, okay, it was based on on something else. But do you think so? Going back to Amanda and, and what you were saying about Ghost Town, do you do you think that one day you might see an uh, an original uh, universal concept turned into something else? What What do you mean? So uh, with with Ghost Town, there, do you yeah. think? Uh, I mean, you know, it doesn't sound like it was particularly successful, but you know, maybe people really enjoyed that. Maybe the people that worked on it really enjoyed it. Um, and Universal think, you know what, we could probably get a film out of that. Uh, so for it, a long time, yeah, people around. have been calling for a Jack the Clown film. Yep. Um, Logan and I said we're going to start a petition because they're they're redoing all these Universal monsters in the next year going forward. Yeah. So we were going to start a petition for them to do a Jack the Clown house. Mm. But we, we heard it unofficially from uh, someone that used to work at Universal and they said that Universal were reluctant to do a Jack film because they didn't, if the film was unsuccessful, they didn't want to tarnish the brand of Jack, which would tarnish the brand of Halloween Horror Nights. Mm. So that's, that was an unofficial comment. But, that. you know, in like I don't want to skip ahead, but the Chant House, the video outside of that was so good. Yeah. So I think it could work really well. It could do. I mean, the, the, the Jack and Chance. I mean, they're just they're just so. I mean, when you when you compare them to, you know, Joker and Harley Quinn, um, <laughs> I much prefer Jack and Chance. Hundred yeah. times over. Hundred percent. Particularly when you can like Jared Leto's version of the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've still not seen Suicide Squad, so I, I can't comment. Um, but why don't we talk about that next? No, not not Jared Leto's Joker, um, <laughs> but Chance. Now, I think before Halloween Horror Nights, a lot of people were excited about the prospects of Chance having a house. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she was arguably one of the main icons this year, mm-hmm. if not the main one. Um, yeah. And she had her own house. So... How was her house? Well, it should have been in Shrek to begin with. <laughs> and the, and you can tell they had a rejig at the last minute because her scare zone was right next door to the Shrek building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it would have made more sense to tie the whole thing together. Um, I, I mean, I, I didn't think it was... I, I thought it was the worst of the bunch this year. I think so did you, Amanda. Logan, on the other hand, he thought that was one of the best this year. Did he? I know. I was surprised when he said it as well. He he said that he generally had some great scares in that house. I I didn't get one. <laughs> no. Neither did I. 
I only story. took the house twice though, but I mean, I took the glasses off halfway through to try and give it like a different shot, but yeah. I just, I, I just didn't, I don't know, I think I was so excited about it and I'd hyped myself up about it so much and I, I do love Chance so, so much. And I think I was, I was just a bit deflated by it. Yeah, I don't think the glasses added much to it. I mean, you probably could have done it without the glasses, really. Mm. But um, I don't know. I, I, I mean, the storyline was pretty simple. It's pretty much what we thought it would be, although it was very similar to the Alice House in storyline, really, wasn't it, when you think about it? Yeah. Well, when I was reading the Universal blog and they were talking about all the stuff that was going to be in it. I was really excited about it. And mm. you did see a bit of it in the house, but it just wasn't on the massive, crazy scale that I thought it was going to be. So I was a little bit upset, but oh well. To me, there's always one house every year that looks like it's had a lot less money spent on it than the others. Yeah. And whether it did or not, I don't know. But this one, to me, did look quite lacking. Yeah. And it also it was in this marquee thing, which didn't look very robust, did it? <laughs> no, I was worried actually when it was the hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But this one always had a really really short line. Yeah, it was kind of tucked away a bit as well, wasn't it? That one yeah. because it's a new location as well. Mm. How did you actually access the queue? It was through the side of Men in Black. So you had to walk up to the entrance of Men in Black and then turn left, was it? I think so. From what I remember. Because when we did our RIP tour... Yeah, we um, went to the exit bit, didn't we? Yeah, it was really embarrassing, Nick, because you know how the lines go backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards? Mm. We had to walk from the bottom of the queue to the top but through the switchbacks. Right. So it was, it was kind of like, make way, RIP tour, stand aside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just, it was a bit embarrassing. Just just shout Larry uh, and pretend that Larry's at the front of the queue as you're doing that and people <laughs> will easily forgive you. Um, <laughs> not if Larry David. Uh, no, no not, not, not that Larry. Because that definitely wouldn't be the uh, the reaction. Um, so it's a bit of a shame. Yeah. yeah shame. Do we? I mean, what do we think for next year? Do we think they're still going to keep with ch- stick with chance or? Oh no. Know, chance their arm at something else. They will chance their arm at something. Else. Yeah, it'll be something completely different. Mm. Okay. Um, what's next? Uh. uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre oh that was so scary Um, it was again it was in the sprung tent Um, and I I thought oh god not in the sprung tent that's not the place for it because when it was there last time albeit it was the remake of Texas Chainsaw uh, it was outside almost pretty much most of it was outside in the the old uh, earthquake queue so you know that sort of lends itself to you being chased with the, the you know the, the iconic scene with the sheets and the chainsaw and blah blah blah, uh, so it couldn't do any of that. Um, but it was mostly inside the actual main house of that family, and it was really 
Sorry. He agrees. Um, it was really claustrophobic and it, it stunk and it was really detailed and it, it, you did feel like you were in the original film. Um, and it was sort of unsettling and uncomfortable and it was hot and humid and, you know, I think it worked as a house. I wouldn't say it's my favourite, but it did definitely work as a, as a good house. Meat hooks involved? Uh, yeah. Ugh. It was terrifying. It's the scariest house I've ever been in. Really? Yeah. Yeah. After the hurricane, we went in and because the park was so dead, there was literally four of us in the whole house. Wow. Terrifying. Never been so scared in my entire life. And I'm really scared of that film anyway, so I knew that I was going to be really scared of it. But every time I went through, he got me out of that metal door every single time. (laughs) And he's so giant. And you know that I'm really tiny. You see, on the old house, they had a corridor, and then that door was at the bottom of the corridor with the staircase to the right. So as you came in the old house, you would see it all the way down and it made it all that more scarier because you had to sort of creep past it to get through. Yep. Whereas this one, you sort of come around that corner and it was right on you. Yeah. But they they had to do that because obviously it's, it's space again, isn't it? Yeah. And the whole house was minging. Like it was, it was vile inside there and it smelled really bad. And that just added to the creepiness. It was so, so scary. Mm. And the guys were, every single one of them, giants. Like, yeah. unfully tall. They were they were really tall. Yeah. Probably, probably taller than R. Craig. <laughs> I think, yeah. <laughs> they were call, huge. I'm calling shenanigans. There's nothing taller than Craig, and I've seen a giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> I did like this house, though. It was really, really good, but just extra scary. I think I rank this as number seven, not because it was bad, but just because I liked all the other ones more. <laughs> Fair enough. So how many more have we got? Um, two. We've got American Horror Story. Should we do that one next? Yeah. I love this one. This is my number two. This is your number two? Yeah. Sounds like it's Chris's number two as well, but not (laughs) (laughs) the other number two. I haven't watched the series, but I did enjoy the house. It's a very long house. Also, every single night, without fail, it had the longest queue. So the public definitely loved the house. And I remember, um, I think it was when we were doing our tour. Did we see this house quite late in the tour? Yeah, because I think we did the tents first. That's right. We started at the back and worked forward. So we did this house, one of the last houses. And I remember walking um, uh, up to the house. And on the right, there was a sound stage. I think this was the cue for it. And literally, they had they had converted a whole sound stage into a queue. Yeah. All the switchbacks. And there was just this sound stage, wasn't there, Amanda? Filled with hundreds of people. Yeah. Just it was crazy. Hundreds of them. Like just crammed all in, but at least they had a bit of air conditioning. And yeah. I don't think I ever saw the queue less than two hours ever. And the whole time that I was there, the queue was always massive. But I feel like it was worth it. Mm. I love American Horror Story, the show. I really, really like it. And like you were saying before about Halloween. 
I felt like I was in the TV show. Well, that's good. And I loved it. It like the characters were so spot on. It was ridiculous. Well, the thing is, if you compare American Horror Story to The Walking Dead, everything that The Walking Dead does wrong, American Horror Story did right. Yeah. You know, I mean, one of the biggest things is if you're going to have a massive franchise like The Walking Dead, put some actual characters in it. Yeah. Or put some victims in it. Yeah. You don't have either in most of the houses of The Walking Dead that they've ever done. Whereas with American Horror Story, you literally had, I mean, I'm not an expert in the series, like I said, but to me, all the characters that I know of, I saw in that house. Mm-hmm. And they were played so well. And they were, yeah, exactly. They were absolutely spot on. It was fantastic. I even, mean, even the Lady Gaga. Yeah, I was just going to say Lady Gaga. She <laughs> was like the best Lady Gaga. I thought it was really her. Or Kathy Bates. Yeah. Another one. The bearded lady, favourite character in the whole house. Was uh, was yes. Lady, lady Gaga wearing her bacon dress? No, unfortunately not. The, the, the bearded lady was really creepy for, for me, particularly. She was fantastic. Well... Because I was like, what is that? Is that a puppet? Oh, no, it's an actual human being. <laughs> she's, she was fantastic. I loved her so much. And the band, the band guy, amazing. I, I just loved everything about this house. The music, even the room of the rubber guys from Murder House, creepiest room. Mm. Like, if you've not watched the TV show, basically it's like a rubber, like, bondage suit. And it's so <laughs> weird and creepy. And there's a whole room filled with them. And one of them's real and comes and gets you. What's that all about? Well... So, like, first of all, Amanda, can I just can I just point out, like, your your innocence to have, oh, it was some kind of rubber suit kind of thing, like you'd never been in Ann Summers, right? You clearly <laughs> know what a gimp suit is. And by the way, you should you should check out the gimp the gimp man of Essex. He has, he has his own Facebook page. Uh, Are we talking about Jody Marsh again? No, 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 gimp man, gimp man. Um, he. There's a guy called the Gimp Man of Essex. He walks around Essex towns in that Gimp outfit. What the hell? Yeah. And you're worried about clowns. <laughs> he, he doesn't have a knife. He's got no way to hold uh, to, <laughs> to keep it. Um, <laughs> the Gimp, the Gimp Man was was he only in series one? Yeah. The Murder House. Because um, yeah. I've watched a few series of American horror stories. Yeah, and he was just like a random character. You never really got an understanding as to why he was there. Yeah, but... you do at the end. Did you? What was... I don't yeah. remember that. What I don't want to spoil it. For people that haven't seen it, I'll message you in a minute. Amanda, no yeah. disrespect. American Horror Story Season 1 was, what, five years ago? Chris hasn't seen it. Well, I'm not, Chris... I, haven't got, I haven't got the time. Chris, Chris has got, you know, he had five years to watch it. Okay, what, what it's it? Tate at the end, remember? Tate wears the suit, and then it's Tate's baby. Why does he wear the suit? Yeah. Because the you know when the gay guys move into the house? Yeah. And then they're going to dress up, but then Tate, for some reason, wears this suit because one of the gay guys had bought it, or I think. And so then Tate just starts wearing it, and then starts being all crazy and then in the end it's tate and so it's tate's baby that violet's mom has oh, okay yeah 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 
Yeah. Which I never understood because Tate's quite small. And then whenever you saw this big gimp suit guy, he was gigantic. Yeah, he was not quite Craig size. He was probably more Chris Ripley size. And yeah. Chris, Chris's innocence there. Oh, I've never seen it. I haven't got time to watch it. Mm. There's, a good, <laughs> there's a good alibi. Um, but yeah, I mean, it seemed to be it seemed to be a house that got pretty, pardon the pun, universal good reviews. I think it's like one of the best reviewed ever. Apparently, is what I've I, heard. Uh, it's, it's yeah, didn't it? It's one house of the week quite a few times, and mm. uh, all the guest feedback has been really um, you know positive about it. I mean, we we run an article on a blog uh, a few months ago saying that it's coming back for next year. So, um, with all this positivity, I can't see it not coming back now. Well, the I other thing, the does. other thing with American Horror Stories as well is that um, you know they've been—is it season six now or season seven? Six. It's on currently six. So it's been—it's obviously been going for a long while, and every season. Well, every season up until about now has been an individual story, mm-hmm. so it's almost like it's a different franchise um, every every season. Same for the most part, same actors, uh, but always different characters, and the stories don't tie together. Although that's changing, isn't it, Amanda? Well, I've only watched two episodes of this new season so far, oh, so I don't think, no, 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 I don't think it's it's this season that that's going to happen. I think this is still its own season, but I'm sure they're talking about um, the new, the next season of American Horror Stories is going to be about Coven and oh, might have been Asylum. Oh really? Yeah, I, I I read a thing where basically they were talking about that it looks like there's going to be a crossover between two of the the old oh. series. So. Um, yeah, but the, the you know saying that Chris, that the whole thing for that is that there, there's been a lot of stuff that they could do houses around, so it's got legs. Yeah, I suppose. And yeah. even though they're all different seasons, they put them together in one house really well. Mm. It didn't feel like it was like jumpy or disjointed. It worked really well. It flowed. Yeah, it was also the second longest house they've ever done. Yeah, I think it was like about five or six minutes long, wasn't it? It's, um, well, I don't know about the actual timing, but the, in terms of the number of scenes, the longest house I've ever done was uh, Jack's house from last year. Um, and this is one scene less than that. Wow. wow. So perhaps people just like really long houses because Jack's house is incredibly popular. Maybe. I mean, a lot of my friends that I went with this year, this was their number one house. Everyone seemed to love it. Hmm. I'll tell you what, Universe would be really onto winner if they ever did Justin's house. And for everybody that doesn't know what it is, which is the two people on this podcast and everyone else listening, just be glad you don't know what Justin's house is. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, keep it that way. You can, you can <laughs> Google that Google at work. It. You can Google that at work, not a problem. But for your own sanity, don't. Is what I'll say there. So, okay. am I right in thinking that the last house is The Walking Dead? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's the last time we'll be seeing The Walking Dead. I'm sad about that now. Well, the last time we'll see The Walking Dead at Halloween Horror Nights. Possibly, yeah. 
because it's going to have its own year-round haunt, apparently. Probably, yeah. It's still not confirmed, is it? Well, talking to uh, Travis on the tour, he had heard that there's strong rumours it's going to go into the Terminator building. Bye, Terminator. That'll be a shame. No. Yeah. But... I can just say a disclaimer for that that house, The Walking Dead, this year. The the, the actual scare actors, uh, a lot of them have been with every single Walking Dead house. Once you got cast as a walker, you were like a walker for the next four years or five years. <laughs> but I can say, though, that generally speaking, knowing in their mind it's probably their last time in that house and being a walker, they all generally, I thought, did a really good job. I mean, they were really on it this year. Did you think that? I really enjoyed this house, you know. Wow. I really, really liked it. I was surprised. But I thought this was the most intense house for scares. They were everywhere. Yeah. A lot of people said that, actually. Yeah. The first night that we did it on the RIP tour, I came out like, wow, what the hell? So what was it... Um, what, what was different about it this year in comparison to previous years? I feel like when they've been doing it in previous years and they've been doing one season of it, I feel like it's quite hard to drag a whole house out about one season. Because, I mean, they're effectively telling the story of the season, but how do you tell the story without the characters? Yeah, exactly. So it makes it really hard. Whereas this year, it was all of the seasons in one house. And even though I'm not the biggest Warping Dead fan, I still... I do drift in and out of watching it, so I knew everything that was going on, and I enjoyed it in that sense. The only thing that would have made it better is the actual characters being in there. But this is the thing. The problem is they focus too much on the storyline, which they can't do because they haven't got the characters, Mm -hmm. so it falls flat. Whereas what they should be focusing on are the scares, in my opinion. Whereas this year, because we all know the storyline and everything we've seen before, they up the scares. And that's exactly what this Walking Dead house should be. So yeah. I thought that was a change, and I thought that was, you know, that was a, a good call for Universal. Yeah, I think they did it really well this year. And if it, like, you know, it's last year, it definitely went out with a bang, and I really liked it. Hmm. But was definitely surprised. So it's uh, it's not based on the TV series, is it? Or yeah. it is, but it, it, they don't have the likenesses of any of the actors. Yeah, they, they don't have any of the characters in it. They it, don't even have, like, the iconic walkers either. They just no. kind of, they all just are just zombies, really. Just Yeah, it's just like the sets. If it wasn't the sets, it could just be any kind of zombie house, really. Yeah. But because you watch the TV show and you identify the sets, that's probably the only thing. And, yeah, that's probably the only thing, really, that makes it The Walking Dead. Which is a shame because I mean, what you want is loads of like Carl, because yeah, he can't say Carl. Because I just want to see Negan because I love him. <laughs> really, you're the yeah. person. Yeah. Even like, even even after uh, I mean, I've here's yeah. my confession: I've not watched The Walking Dead since season the end of season three, part one. Well, I'm on season four, but I watched the new one anyway. 
and I watched the last episode of the last season and I love Negan he is my favorite person but have you seen the do you know who Negan kills yeah I've watched it and you're still you're still okay with him yeah I love him see he's so bad exactly yes right and that's exactly what I was gonna say here we go guys another example of a pretty woman going after the bad guy I love the bad guy all the time. <laughs> Just, what can you say? What can you say? No chance for <laughs> you and me, Chris. Season. That's what like, it is. He's, <laughs> he plays the dad in Supernatural, and I love him. Yeah, he also played the comedian in uh, Watchmen, and he also played a doctor in Grey's Anatomy. Mm. But, you know, like, he made someone's eye pop out. Yeah, I just like him when he's bad. <laughs> Clearly. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I think the the one good thing is that it will free up a position. Um. And, and you know, I think am I am I right? It's the only franchise that's been consistently at uh, Halloween Horror Nights for that amount of time. But yeah, it's been going. Is it four years or five years? I think this was the f- maybe fifth, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I mean they've really. I wouldn't say they struggled, but they. Every year they've tried to do something a little bit different with it, just to try and not make it just oh this is season three or season four of Walking Dead. So they've made it a little bit bigger or a bit longer. Or like last year they had. Um, uh, some water tanks in there it was a bit of a gimmick i didn't even see that bit there last year yeah uh, i think generally i mean i think it's still popular with the general public because the tv show gets like massively high ratings mm. so i can definitely see universal going well the house at hollywood has done so well um we'll put one in orlando but I don't know. Would it be back for Halloween Horror Nights in Orlando? I don't know. Since that new episode came out, every like I don't know one person that didn't watch it. Yeah, me. And <laughs> but you must have because you know who we killed. I don't have to watch an episode. I can just what I I was up that night. Okay, so the night that episode was on, and I knew there was a cliffhanger, and I was up waiting on Twitter for it to come out. Because I was up anyway, I was up with my son. So, yeah, I was waiting for that announcement. And then the next day, I loved all the moaning on Facebook with people going, Oh, someone just fought it. I wasn't one of those people. (laughs) I've had that happen to me before. But, um, you know, the the people are like, Oh, what I love is when somebody wants to stay spoiler free, but won't stay off the internet. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Like that. grinds my gears like nothing else when star wars came out last year at midnight i said right everybody see you after i've seen star wars i was seeing it at three o'clock thursday afternoon between midnight and you know after i i I came out of the screening i didn't go on social media i didn't want it spot i had the film spot by some knob that came out of the screening before me and shouted out han solo dies is, is that a bit like in The Simpsons where where he walks out? And Honestly, he goes, it was yeah. he was a hipster knob. <laughs> oh, um, he put it, I mean, he had a top knot, 
Um, <laughs> so, you know, and he was a hipster and shared that out. And it was the shock of him saying it meant that he went, he managed to walk away unbeaten. <laughs> because I think if I'd have had my wits about me a bit more, I would have just smacked him around the face. But at the same time, because I was so convinced that was what was going to happen in Star Wars, it didn't ruin my enjoyment. If that makes yeah. sense. Um, yeah. But just, 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 just do it. Just, just don't, you know, just wait a few hours to not find out what happens. But no, so I just wait on Twitter, and you know, five minutes after uh, the scene had aired, you know, people were uploading clips on Twitter of of who he um, knocked off. Yeah. See, this is the sad thing now. Although we can all record everything with Sky Plus and all this jazz, unless you see it there and then, you've got to stay off all forms of social media and blah, blah, blah. Well, to be, but to be fair, they actually simulcast it, that episode of Walking Dead. So you could have watched it at half past two in the morning as well. Right. Or, or whatever time it was on. Um, mm. You know, they do, that, they do that Game of Thrones as well. So although they'll show it like at nine o'clock on Monday night, if you want to watch it, you know, when America watches it, you can do, if you really want to say that, you know, unspoiler free. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean, it's just, it's just the world we live in, but what's people supposed to do? Are we supposed to like say, right, everybody in the UK, you're not allowed to talk about it and have a carpet ban until 10 <laughs> o'clock on a Monday night <laughs> when no one can talk about anything, free speech, you know? Um, it's just life just life I mean the good thing is over here you know I can go and spoil Doctor Strange if I wanted to well I'm pretty sure that if El Presidente Trump wins it's in his manifesto to stop this so. stop Marvel films coming out in the UK two weeks early yeah probably yeah, I believe it is one of his uh, mm, key pledges yeah doesn't surprise me he's got to do something after he's uh, grabbing the pussy joke or remark um <laughs> <laughs> are you because um, I appreciate we've been going on this episode's been going on a little bit but we haven't talked about the RIP tour so yep. do you want to talk about that now or um, well we can just do it quickly shall we mm-hmm. um, all right, I think RIP is is fantastic if you can afford it I mean you, you there is literally no uh, waiting at all. I mean, we've express passes now. Um, how much was uh, uh, Scott's kids waiting with express one night, Amanda? Seventy minutes. Seventy minutes with an express pass. With an bear express mind, pass. Yeah, with an express pass. So bear in mind that express passes what cost over a hundred dollars, something like that. Well, I think one night I paid one hundred and twenty. Yeah. So it's 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 not very fair. And when you consider that an RIP, once you, I mean, if you were going and you had everybody in your group, or you were going on a non-exclusive tour, the the RIP it works out just slightly more expensive than Express Pass with the general admission. So, uh, how much was the Express Pass, and how much was the RIP? So the most expensive Express Pass was 120 that I got. Mm. And our RIP tour, because we had a private one, was about 220 with tax. Yeah. yeah. So it was an extra $100, but no queuing at all. And for the amount of 
information that our guide gave us and how knowledgeable she was about everything it's mm. worth it like I'll definitely do an RIP tour again next year just because yeah. I felt like that's a good way to if you're gonna go for as many nights as what me and Chris go it's a good way to start your Halloween Horror Nights trip because mm. you can see everything and decide what you like and what you don't like what you want to do first and get all the background information on it and then you can just go and do the rest of your nights how you want to do it because you've already seen everything because I, I genuinely reckon if you were really military about it and Universal would not stop you but if you were really military about it you could probably do every single house three times yeah and they would not blink an eyelid at that no I mean, you could actually, if, if you were Amanda, you could spend your whole six hours just going through Krampus. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, was like, I feel like I could have done Krampus ten times if I wanted to. Because she made, like, and I'm sure that all the other tour guides are just as, as good, but Megan really made an effort to make it about us. And we were ten people with totally different interests. We all liked different things. We all liked different houses. And she made a real effort to do what we wanted to do. Mm. so I, yeah. I think it's a, it's a really that was my first ever RIP tour and I, I really really enjoyed it and I'd recommend it to anybody well Megan Megan told me that um, this year is the first year where they've they've sold so many RIP tours that they've had to treble the number of tour guides that they've got really yeah wow so it is really popular already Wow. So I've got to ask, if you're paying that much for an express pass and you've got to still wait that amount of time, like 70 minutes, yeah, would you not feel a bit cheated? No, I, I don't. <laughs> I do, because I remember the days when you bought an express pass and then you walked straight into the house. Yeah, I remember that too. But also, I feel like I'm happy to just have half of the weight that I would have had. Well, you see, that's the thing now. Universal put it in the terms and conditions that they actually say, warning, you may have to wait up to half of what the standby line length is. Yeah. So if, if American Horror Story is three hours, I'd rather wait an hour and a half than three. Because mm. three is half a night, so it doesn't upset me too much. I can see why it would upset people though. But if you're really upset about it, do an RIP tour. I think it's a lot of money to spend to get nothing back. Not nothing back, but do you know what I mean. It just I, I would expect well, to be jumping down happy. a queue. A lot of my friends that I went with this year didn't get Express and they didn't do an RIP tour and they would just literally get there to the park really early. They'd do stay and scream. So they'd wait in the in the pens for a little bit and they'd get every house done in one night. So it can be done. You just have to plan it a little bit. Yeah. Whereas uh, that's not how I enjoy doing my Halloween Horror Night tonight. I like going a little bit later because I'm at the park all day 
And we were late for our RIP as well, weren't we? Yeah, I don't think we got there till about half eight. <laughs> we were too busy to some getting drunk. <laughs> well, I was. Chris wasn't. <laughs> but that, that's how I enjoy doing my nights. But everybody's different, so... Well, yeah, a lot of my friends did just do the stay and scream and they got everything done that they wanted to do. So the RIP tour, you get a guide, take you around the houses, um, yeah. and I'm guessing the kind of uh, the background of the houses, the secrets of the houses. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Do you get anything else on top of that? or You get, there's a number of private lounges dotted about. Um, that you can go and if you if you're on a, a private tour, you can say when you want to go to these places. They got like a restroom and a bar. Now I think alcohol was extra, but soft drinks were included. Is yeah, right? there's cash bar, but then on the on the first one that we went to, that was like the check-in area. They've got cakes and little snacks and things like that. That's all free. Soft drinks are free, and yeah, just the bar was. Like you had to pay for. Right. And there was also a little uh, opening show um, in there that we missed. Ah. Yeah, I don't quite know what it was, but it's only something small. Just welcoming everybody to the event, I think. Ah. Um, but they are talking next year um, of doing, you know how, like, the tickets, you can get Frequent Fear Pass, Frequent Fear Plus Pass, Frequent Fear Plus Pass pass with express blah 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 with 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 the rip now they're talking next year of doing lots of different ones so ones that include dining um presentations tours of backstage areas that you don't necessarily see so they are there are a lot of balls in in motion at the moment to do different things for next year yeah so so did anyone do the the dining no no. Excellent. That's good. We'll carry on. Um, was there... Um, I, I'm sure you talked before about there being a premium house. Yeah. Did anyone do the premium house? No, the hurricane ruined it for me. Yeah, I ran out of time. It was the repository. Isn't that what you um, shove up your bum? That's a suppository. <laughs> Don't get confused, kids. <laughs> Don't get confused. Yeah, that would be strange if someone thinks they're turning up at the sick bay or something. That'd <laughs> be um, Jack's, eh? So, yeah. do, you, do you know anyone that did go and do that premium experience? Yeah, no, and loads of people that um, have spoke to me about it. So I know I know roughly what happens, but um, it's it's not a lot more money either. It's it's only forty nine dollars. But then it only lasts, I think it was 90 minutes was the actual experience length. Um, okay, I was going to say, $49 is a lot of money, but you're talking about, uh, you know, over an hour's entertainment. Okay. What they've kind of done, and no one's really picked up on it, for quite a number of years now, for like the fanboys, they've done this legendary truth thing where you can collect clues and and then you get these little prizes and stamps and all this other jazz they've done different things over the years but um this is the first time really where they've monetized it so they've basically said okay we're going to do it this year legendary truth we're going to do all this stuff where you can investigate this and clues and etc 
And then they've obviously included this virtual reality element into it as well, um, which from, from what I've heard was incredibly well done. Um, but it, it's still something that they've always done pretty much since 2008, but they've just found a way to charge for it, really. <laughs> but uh, it's genius from a business point of view. Mm. Um, and, you know, you are getting something for your money. You are experiencing something because there isn't really another virtual reality haunted house in the world. So, you know, you are getting something for your money. It's not like they're ripping you off. Is that is that the case, though? Because, I mean, I, and I, you know, I'm, I'm asking this blind. I don't know. But it sounds a similar kind of concept to what they've done at Thought Park with the Darren Brown ghost train. Ah, but that's not open yet. Yes, it is. Is it not? Well, this is my point. I went to Thought Park last weekend thinking that this damn thing was open. Get there, and there's his face all over the marketing. You open up the map, there's Darren Brown's face. All these signs up for it. Get there. It says coming 2017. Ah. So you tell me, because I don't know. Because Fort Park, one minute saying they're opening it, next minute they're saying it doesn't come till next year. So well, I don't. it's interesting, because they definitely had a press event for it, because I, I read a review about the experience that was quite vague, because, you know, that you know they were asked to try and keep, uh, you know, the... the experience uh you know fairly unique and, and everything so that's interesting well, they haven't done it yet <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> that's interesting because um yeah i you know i read a review on that and it seemed to be um a case of uh, a combination sorry of virtual reality um you know on a train and then characters mm. Uh, or I mean, actors. the facade is all built. I mean, the actual show building, it's all there. It's all finished. Yeah. Um, it just said, come in 2017, as soon as you got into the park. Okay. Well, in that case, then it is, you know, it potentially is a world's first then. Yeah. If that is the case. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Okay. Um, but yeah, I know I know with character designing this year, that was... Um, chance was there which you you talked about and, and assumed that she wouldn't didn't you um n- no but we knew um from a from quite a long time ago that the actress who actually plays chance the actual erin wouldn't be there um but chance was there it's just she was played by a different actress and then the other erin that plays him she's um in the family way at the moment so i've heard is that off Broadway or? <laughs> I've, I've not I've not heard of it, but you know I'm looking forward to Hamilton coming out next year, so you know I'm sure we hear about that soon. Oh well, congratulations, sir, if that's the case. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, Chris, you've done well. You you have both done a lot of Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. Over the years, um, you know you've you've kind of turned into a bit of a profession. Chris, you know, Amanda, I think you're on the way, but how would you rate this year's Halloween Horror Nights? I thought it was great. Like, I feel like, like going back to what I said before, like the people that you're, that you're hanging out with at the event can make it as well. 
So even though there was some houses maybe last year or another years that I liked more, I think the event as a whole, especially doing things like the RIP tour, was one of my favourite years I've been to. Yeah, I, I agree. People make the event, definitely. And as its popularity has grown and there's more fans and then there's more people going on a regular basis and then we all have got this shared sort of knowledge and interest, I think that really adds to the event, definitely. I do feel for the houses, I probably, there were ones I preferred more last year. And I think I preferred the theme last year. I did definitely prefer Jack last year. Yeah. Um, but it is a good year. And I think if you was to forget last year for a minute, I think it, it really is one of the best years they've had for like a long time other than last year. Definitely. You know, if you go back into the 2012s, 2013s, 2011s, they were all just a blur, weren't they? There was no real icon and... All the houses had bloody Walking Dead signs everywhere. and Like you know. right now, I feel like 2006, last year and this year are like my top three. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then there's been a bit of a void between them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that. But it's fantastic. Everyone did a really good job this year. And of course as well, you got to meet each other. Exactly. We both exist in real life. And we know that now. What did you say? We both exist. Yeah, we do. (laughs) Just about. (laughs) 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 And then we got to meet all the other people as well, which was really good. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like the trackers, for example. Now, you see them on the videos, and they're all chirpy and that, and you think to yourself... Yeah, I'm probably not going to like these people. And then you get there, and they're two of the nicest, genuine people that you're going to meet in your life. Um, yeah. I mean, Tim particularly, he was on, was he on a tour as well? On a different tour? No. No? No. Because we bumped into him a few times, didn't we? Yeah, he was just with a big group. And then he, he was like sort of shouting over. Oh, it was so much fun. And Amanda, how was it for you to meet your idol? Um, him. Who, me? Well, sorry, yes, I should have said that. And actually, what I meant, <laughs> Amanda, was not, um, when I said that, was not about you meeting your idol, but your idol meeting you <laughs> in uh, a little Brady. Oh, I had so much fun with Brady. I loved him so much. Brady and his dad are the two funnest people ever. That aren't on this podcast currently. Yeah, yeah. that aren't on this podcast. <laughs> They're so much fun. So, you know so much fun. But you'll see it all in my videos that I'm putting up soon anyway. You know what it is, Chris? We're not we're not as bad as Brady and his <laughs> dad. No, evidently. We've got the hard man image that they well, you do. Know, I met up with so many cool people. Like obviously I met Chris and I met Logan and your wives and girlfriends and I met people from other podcasts you did meet Scott didn't you that's right yeah yeah I met Scott yeah. I met I met loads of people I had, I met so many nice people and I just had such a fun time with everyone yeah well we never got to the bottom of it did he show you the worm shop <laughs> Amanda he's, he's, he's famous for showing his worm I'm just no, asking no. if he demonstrated no. his worm 
Now, you know, it, was... it's how he finished most of his wrestling matches. <laughs> Maybe he'll show you how to do the worm. I'd love him to. L- love Logan, him to. Logan said to me, he leant over at one point uh, when Scott was in front of us. He said, uh, how does it feel to be taller and heavier than a WWE wrestler? <laughs> 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 that's, that's what I call like a compliment sandwich. It is a compliment. That is a Larry <laughs> David compliment yeah. right there. Yeah, absolutely. Slightly, slightly both front and backhanded. Lovely. <laughs> uh, well, it sounds like you guys had a had a great time and not yeah. insanely jealous at all. I mean, the one thing that I think speaking to you guys tonight and, um, you know, Mr. Mr. Dolan uh, talking about his experience last night, it has made me realise that I do need to go again mm. i probably need Did to go yeah well i probably i do probably need to go without my wife because uh other than bill and ted she she's got no interest in it at all because uh, she was so scared last time but I, I do and you know what i think as well the people you go with i think if we ever got the ability to go out as the podcast and, and all go together i think that would be hilarious yeah. I really do, and I'd be, probably be the that. biggest pussy of everyone. Um, but yeah, yeah, we'll have to do a GoFundMe or something. But um, yeah, I listen to you guys, listen to him. I definitely do do want to do it in the future. So um, yeah, let, let, let's try and get that to happen. Um, but Amanda, you've been plugging your, or, or you've been talking about your, your videos. So uh, for anyone listening that isn't sure of where to, to go to find those videos you're talking about um where they need to go yeah you just need to go on youtube.com slash boston white and they're all there i've got a trip video coming up this week and then they'll be up every week after that for the next few months excellent excellent and mr ripley um as much as we enjoy having you on this podcast and of course this after dark um you also uh, have another podcast you're heavily featured on we have and i can't give too much away because it's all still top secret but we have got a really good guest for next week is Ooh. it mark silverman how did you know no it's ron, <laughs> it's, it's ron sterling um <laughs> <laughs> we've got a ouija board <laughs> hi welcome to the twilight zone um <laughs> No, it, it um, we, we just we we're just working out. We actually have to have a contract for this one, so it's it's that important. This 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 one. But I didn't. So, I, I never issued yeah. contract. Oh right, so it's not me. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Sorry. So yeah, scarezone.com. Watch your your podcast uh, feeds. We've got a really good one for next week. Wow. We'll we'll play it on our feed as well, obviously. Um, but uh, that's awesome. So yeah, if you want to hear more worm talk. Scott's over there as well with Logan and and Chris, so uh, that's cracking. Well, uh, thank you very much for your trip reports, and uh, we'll be back with another Universal After Dark soon. Um, we'll, we'll speak to you in the future. Bye. True. Bye. And. Right, so it's it's time to talk about the other sponsor we have uh, for the Arthur Dark Podcast Network. And, gents, if you were thinking, as you, you have done previously and you will do again, if you were thinking about 
uh, booking a trip to you know one of the parks that we've talked about who would you think of of asking or, or at least approaching well, there's only Wendy. One, name, one name that springs to mind only Wendy so Wendy's so famous she's only got one name like Madonna or Cher well it's not actually true she has she has two because she's got a surname as well which is Pratter so of course Wendy Pratter at Magical, Magical Journey Journeys. Travels it's so we're so well prepared with this it's like we've been practicing all day finishing off each other's sentences sandwiches for oh, god's <laughs> sake this is totally unorganised but we may be unorganised but Wendy is not oh smooth you see that's what, she, did that. that's what she's there for. Um, I'm a big fan of your work. Oh well, we're a big fan of Wendy's work, which is which is the point more than that. Um, you know, whether you've been to Disney one or a hundred times, there's still lots of planning involved, and I think we can all attest to that. Yep, and our brokers yep. are good as well. They are. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Um, and of course now with Magic Bands everything else is even more complex I mean geez, the last time I went it was much easier than it is nowadays so you know Wendy can be the person to take away that pain of getting a reservation for Be Our Guest where friend of the show that Florida guy just tried, tried the grey stuff yeah hasn't reported back yet as to what it tasted like um, and you know you could try and get a fast pass for Anna and Elsa now, if us mere uh, muggles or, or mortals uh, tried to get a fast pass for Be Our Guest or Anna and Elsa meet and greets, how successful do you think we would be? Well, I've already failed. I didn't get I didn't get an idea for Be Our Guest. See. So I wish I I wish I'd gone to Wendy for that one. <laughs> Wendy, not just the home of good burgers, but the mm-hmm. home of good travel planning. So visit Wendy at WPMagicJourneys.com or you can contact her on Twitter at WPMagicJourneys. And of course, if you mention that you heard one of our amazing podcasts uh, and that's how you got to uh, to hear of Wendy, uh, she'll give you $25 off your deposit for any trip package. And uh, our own Mr. Ripley at the moment has been on a one of the Disney cruises and uh, she's able to offer generous onboard credits for Disney Cruise Lines as well something to bear in mind so if you are thinking of uh, of you know making a trip before you go anywhere else go and find Wendy Pratt at Magical Journeys Travels WPMagicJourneys.com mm-hmm because if you don't you'll feel like a Pratt <laughs> <laughs> Arthur Dark Podcast Network.